0: You're listening to Amplify Ambition. I'm Kristen Edwards, speaker, coach, and your guide for ambitious women to become industry leaders and grow a sustainable business without the hustle. Listen to conversations on authentic leadership, self-awareness, and strategic planning for growing your business. I believe big dreams can be your reality when you embrace all of who you're meant to be and focus on the business that works for you and your lifestyle. Now let's dive into today's episode. As soon as I came upon this guest's website, it was so many different emotions that I was like, must have on podcast. So I'm so excited to welcome Candice Taylor, the dream doula
1: to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you all for tuning in to listen today. I am just so excited to be here. It, it kind of felt mutual. The description you just had, I was like, this woman is phenomenal, exciting. Um, I remember actually listening to you present a masterclass um, for the email marketing membership that we're both a part of and um, just listening to how you approach the work and were authentic you were truly yourself you were vulnerable but you were also boundary that was like this woman like yes I'm in I want to know more about you know her philosophy and her perspective. And I'm glad to connect with you today in your audience.
0: Absolutely. Welcome, welcome. So before we dive into kind of what you do and a little bit more about your background, you know, I believe that we're all multi-passionate and we, to, we need to bring all of who we are to the surface. Although you have such a creative title of Dream duelist, I know you're a creative person. I'd love to hear what's that thing that's something you're really passionate about, but it's not necessarily a part of
1: your brand. This is a great question. And I'm so glad you asked because I've been exploring this a lot more lately and not feeling like I need to throw everything that I am passionate about to the surface and make a business out of it. But one thing that um, I've been dwelling on lately is that I love to cook. Um, Both of my grandmothers are incredible cooks. And I feel like that's part of my ancestry that really allows me to get rooted in who I am. And it also allows me to be my fully creative self. I love recipes, but I often get them, print them out, and then just start to run wild with what I'm creating. It's like an episode of Chopped every single time I'm in the kitchen. And it really allows me to um, you know, pour my wisdom, my creative power into food, into nourishment, which I think is really important. I'm a health and wellness enthusiast. I really love thinking of creative ways that we can take care of ourselves. And um, cooking is really a way where it's like my meditation, I can Zen out and just connect with the food, I don't have to talk with anybody. Um, I can sometimes have music on and dance and be playful while I'm doing it. And I can focus on pouring in good energy into my what's going to nourish me and what's going to nourish those that I love, because I love cooking for people.
0: That's so awesome. And I think exactly what you're saying of like, you get to take both the science of a recipe, but then like your creative elements. And you're like, let's see what actually comes out. Um, and then to be able to share that with loved ones. I think that's the other side of it. Is it, isn't, yes, eating for nourishment, but also like a way to share your love you know, with others. And so to be able to like take your creativity and actually put it on a plate and serve it, um, always, always a win in my book. Definitely love food and grew up in a, a family of cooks. Although you're not trying to be a chef and make a business out of it, but still being able to kind of put that creative part of who you are um, into what you're doing. So we know that you cook for on the side and for fun things, but what is it that you actually do? And I'd love to hear kind of the journey to what got
1: you there. as I call myself Candice the Dream Doula. The moment that title came to me, I was like, oh, I found it. I feel like I've been searching for who I am and what I do my whole life and um, learning what a doula is. Is and what a doula does was awe-inspiring for me, and so I actually approach that title and that um, kind of leadership capacity from two from two different lenses. The first is the birth doula, so this person that comes in and helps a birthing human to figure out what the birthing journey is going to look like. You know what things they need to have in mind, what they're going, what to anticipate, what to expect, um, how to prepare for a birthing journey that's uniquely specific to them right like everybody goes through this that experience in a very individual fashion no body physical body is like any other body right so it has to be individualized and uh, a birthing doula supports a birthing human to look at what do i actually need what do i actually desire this experience to look like and so they dream together Um, what that experience looks like. And then through the actual process, they become an advocate and they're like, you said you wanted this, does this align with this? Or how can we bring in what you said you wanted a little bit more? Um, And then once that new human is here, it's like, whoa, my whole life has shifted. How do I create safety for myself and for this new creation that's before me and allow us to coexist? And if you have other family members, how do I integrate um, this creation into the what already exists in a way that honors it and honors what's already here. So that's kind of the birthing doula inspiration. Um, and then I also got inspiration from death doulas. I was like, "What? There's a person that helps families and individuals navigating leaving, you know, their lived ex- lived experience." And I was blown away by that. And so I incorporate the elements of what are the things that we need to release to become a new version of ourselves, to evolve? Um, how can we honor those things that we're releasing and say, you know, you, you were meaningful, you matter, uh, you're going to continue to have presence even beyond the physicality of your existence. Like you'll, you'll be here even into the future. Um, and I kind of morph those two things into coaching, into consulting, and into creative strategy. Um, and so I work with some partner, some client partners who are like, I just need to get my life together. I am a fix my life kind of situation. Um, and I call those soul care experiences. How can you honor and, and nourish and take care of your soul? And then some folks are, you know, creating a nonprofit or creating a business or creating a side hustle. And they're wanting that kind of care and support, that advocacy, that strategy, that planning, the integration, um, support, and the releasing and transformation work into that experience. So that's a little bit about the work that I do. And it, it's very (laughs) multi-passionate. I
0: love it. And it's, I mean, the truth is like, there's so many phases, you know, to that. And you were like, no two people will have the same birthing experience. But as a mom of two, I will say (laughs) not even from one childbirth to the next, did you, did I have, you know, the same experience. And so it's definitely one of those things where like you need that support on that journey and there's moments and times in life where you're like I need someone for this one project for this one day and then there's other times where you're like I need someone for like a whole year from the day I got pregnant to like what I know is like the fourth trimester the first three months that your child's like actually alive and crying not talking but crying um as well and so you know, I think it's it's great that you're saying, hey, I've actually found a way that I can combine my strengths, but you're also able to service a person from multiple phases of where they are, because just as much as it's great to start a new business and to go out on a new venture, that also means that you have to start saying no to a couple other things. And what do you need to release? Most likely in your calendar, uh, but also in your, in your mind as well of like, okay, these are the things I'm going to let go so that I can become this newer version of myself. That's a business owner that actually sets her own schedule, which is like one of those things that sounds great until you actually have to set it and then you're like, oh wait. (laughs) And so it's really great to have that support and, and system. And I think for you to even name yourself that dream doula, like people are able to understand okay, I have someone that's supporting me through what is one of the scariest things that you can do in life. It's birth and death. And it's kind of our only way to get here on earth, but also like those dreams, like those dreams that you have within you, how do they get brought out um, and released to the world as well? So I love that.
1: Thank you. Yeah. It it felt really special because I think you know, it's obvious, maybe it's not obvious to some folks, like when you're in a birthing experience or a death experience, those feel traumatic (laughs) to some degree, right? Like there's a a general consensus that those are traumatic, but I I think um, there, I wanted to demystify the fact that creating something that you think in your mind out of literally nothing is just, you know, easy and there's not trauma connected to that. There's not resistance or pain or difficulty Um, connected to that. And I wanted to normalize um, leaning away from the hyper individualistic nature of our society and saying, I have to do this all by myself. I have to push through by myself and saying, no, I can call in a collaborative partner to support me and help me create structure that, um, and scaffolding that honors me and honors my needs. And I do this for individuals, but I also do it for corporations. And I didn't realize, um, you know, kind of reference, how did I grow to this point, I didn't realize I had been doing this my whole life in the corporate settings that I was in. And that's why I was so successful because I didn't narrow into one lane. I said, I'm looking at this picture holistically. What are we birthing here? And what are we releasing to make space for what we're creating? I've always had that lens in every setting, whether it's fashion e-commerce, whether it's the fitness industry, whether it's education spaces, that lens and that framework has always been a part of who I am. And so it, it empowers me to empower those around me. Um, and that's why I'm so committed to it, because it really is the ultimate empowerment tool.
0: Yeah, no, I love that. And I think it's really, again, it's just such a needed piece, um, you know, for for all of us individually, collectively, like, just, we all need to do it um, as well. But I'd love to, like, dig into that. You, you kind of touched on this, like, I've been doing this all along, but, like, what exactly got you from being like quote unquote normal, none of us are, but like, we'll use that term to be like, no, now I am Candace the dream doula.
1: Yeah. You know, it, this is like, honestly, the most special part of my story and I, I don't share it often enough. So I'm glad you asked this question. Thank you. Um, I have been, you know, a high achiever, really ambitious, the good girl since I was small. Um, I was like such a nerd all I wanted for Christmas birthday was a book like give me books um I would go to the book section while we were out shopping with my with my parents and I would hide underneath the clothing racks and just sit there reading a book so I was very introverted um very much a perfectionist wanted to be good and it caused a lot of internal suffering um I suffered from anxiety and depression throughout middle school, throughout high school, throughout college, um, and it was a very volatile relationship with myself. On the outside, I was the young woman who was participating in every club, was you know, the student government president, was part of the tour guide group, was in every play, played sports, and I did it all with a smile, but inside, I was in pain. And I was sad and I didn't like myself. I didn't like the way I looked. I didn't like the way I sounded. I didn't like the way that I dressed. Um, I don't like the way that I communicated. And that's a really heavy burden for someone to be carrying, to, to be behind this kind of majestic vision for everyone else, but inside not feel that, not feel like you have access to that, not feel like you can enjoy that facade. I, I just hit like too many rock bottom moments. I call them bullshit loops where you like just go through the mud. That's and... a great term for it. Yep. <laughs> You're like, just circling around the same spot. Circling through sure. it. And what I've desired to do because I still am in my bullshit loops. I don't think we ever get rid of them, honestly. But I want them to be smaller and smaller and smaller loops. I want the rotation to feel like I've gone through it faster every time. And so I started to say, how can I shrink down this bullshit loop that I'm going through? How can I take less time to be mean to myself today? Because I, it's part of my life, here we are, thoughts of thoughts, this is where I'm at right now. How can I say, hey, you're not really supporting me in a loving way and that's what I desire, speaking to myself. Let's shrink this. You get five minutes to do what you gotta do because I'm wanting to do something else. Or you get a full day to do this. You get a full day to be horizontal, not think about anything, not be creative, cry. But then I want you to tap back into your joy, tap back into your power, because ultimately I believe that we're here to have joyous lives. We're here to, to create, to, to be empowered. Um, humans are uni- have this unique creative capacity, right? other animals, other species don't get to create in the way that we do. Um, so I wanna live in that as often as I can, as much as I can, that joyful and creative space. So I, you know, in in hitting rock bottom moments where I was navigating side ideation, where I was navigating, um, you know, wanting to give up, wanting to just turn against myself, honestly. I decided that every time it was enough, right? And and just deciding every time is enough, even if you know you're going to go through it again, it supports the shrinking of that bullshit loop. Um, so I moved to New York. Well, first I moved to Nicaragua. <laughs> After I graduated college, I moved to Nicaragua. and I, That was a, one of the first times where I was like, I am doing this by my own rules. I applied for a Fulbright Research Grant and you have to get the institution like your college to kind of vouch for you. And when I presented my proposal, they were like, we don't think you're ready for this. Like, you know, you should hold off. You don't really have your thoughts in order. And it was one of the, you know, first times where I was like, listen, I'm multi-passionate. I, I the, the cookie cutter way you want me to present my thoughts and present what I'm going to do with this experience is not gonna happen. I will pour into, give you some more color, be more playful and tell the story more. But I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to give up on this because I know this is something I deeply desire. And I won the grant. Um, I got a whole year of life paid for and was able to go and do dance anthropological research in Nicaragua, speaking in Spanish with individuals about their life stories and making dance that reflected those stories and using dance as a language. And so that was the first time I was like, oh, shit, I did it. I created a life by my design, Um, I was waking up whenever I wanted to. I was doing my interviewing work whenever I wanted to. I was dancing and creating with folks in that way when I wanted to. And I was like playing and partying and speaking Spanish and making friends. And it, it was my first version of true success, right? Like I wasn't making a ton of money. I'm not rolling around in any dollar bills, but I am free and I'm able to design every day with alignment with what my soul desires and what my soul needs. And so I just looked for more opportunities throughout my life to to do that. I did it in workplaces. Um, I eventually did it as a creative professional. I just worked on a Broadway show earlier this year um, called A Strange Loop. And I was, quote unquote, an associate choreographer, but I was 100% a dream doula in that experience too, supporting individuals to do their thing creatively and to bring all of our talents into a space to create something out of nothing that didn't exist.
0: So awesome. And I think that's really what the definition of success is. Um, But for you to say, this is the life that's, you know, bringing out my creativity, I'm fulfilling my dreams and I'm also helping people to share their truths and share their story. And for you to do that, you know, overseas, as well as in the U.S. to do it on on the stage or backstage, just as much as in a corporate setting. I think those are the things that like, that's what success on your own terms really means, that you get to lead yourself. And as you're doing that, and on that journey, you're now leading others to create the life that they want, you know, as well. So I appreciate you sharing all of those stories, you know, as as you've kind of been on this journey uh, of entrepreneurship and working with other people, either, you know, professionally in corporate or with other entrepreneurs, I'd love to hear some of the rules for success that you really, you know, that foundation that you really instill with your clients or frankly, everyone that you come across. Cause I know you're sharing it no matter what.
1: I can't help myself. I'm like, here's what you need to know about life. Um, So I have a framework that I utilize. It's called the light leadership framework and it's an acronym. So I'll go through the acronym briefly. um, But this is what I'm always touching on some element of this framework in day-to-day interactions and when I'm supporting clients. And so the first element of that is to lean into your own truth. This one is really easy to jump over because of course you're like, it's, I'm Candace, of course I'm leaning into and living in my own truth, but there is so much social conditioning that tries to normalize one archetype of truth, one archetype of success. And so a lot of times we have to strip off those layers of conditioning that say, this is how you're successful. This is what it looks like. You know, this is what the dictionary definition says. Um, and we have to rewrite that. And I don't know, I like to make it tactile. I'm a, I'm a very tactical person. So I have post-it notes, I have um, what I call my soul care portfolio that I go to, and I'm like, okay, what, who am I? Like, reflect it back to me. And these are documents that I've either created myself through, um, you know, self-guided rituals or that I use astrology and human design and tarot to, uh, as tools to kind of excavate myself and, and look at who I am and find those um those fossils of who Candace is that have been buried under social conditioning. But that's the first tenant, like lean into who you are and get so curious about yourself that you know, truly, you know yourself like the back of your hand and you know, like the intimate wrinkles um, and details and lines. Like we don't know ourselves that well. We become subject matter experts on random concepts but like are you a subject matter expert of who you are and what you desire and what you need to thrive and and live joyfully um so that's the first tenet and then the second one is to invite and investigate possibility so this is, I have my, my, one of my top core values is curiosity. I just love to see the world with open big eyes. My grandmother always tells me the story of how I came in and my, came into the world. Um, She was watching my birth and I had like my eyes wide open and I still lead my life that way. And so I'm always calling in what is, what's possible that I'm not seeing right now. What's an opportunity that I don't have the awareness of divine energy, like reveal it to me, show me what I don't see right now. And then I investigate it. Once it's before me, um, I'm taking the masterclass just to say I, I did it. I'm signing up for that ambassador program just to say I did it. I'm taking this you know, six week course because it dropped from the sky and it, it feels like it's aligned and intriguing. And I wanna investigate how that can help me deepen and deepen my truth and lean into it more. Go grow and glow. Let yourself take action. And be okay with messing up and being um, and failing and growing through that so that ultimately you can glow. I don't believe that we can shine unless we've gone through the trenches and we have failed and we've gotten messy and, you know, iterated on our experience. So I always tell people and I tell myself, take action. You're going to mess up. It's okay. You're not ready. It's okay. But you can grow through that experience so that you get to a place where you're glowing and and. Glow only happens because, you know, you've existed forever. You think about the sun, it glows. The sun has been around for a long time and it's glowing because it's, because it's continuing to burn those gases over time. Right. Um, help and heal yourself. Another thing that is so underrated in our society, it's like, I'm going to help this person. I'm going to help that person. But are you looking at yourself and saying, what does Candace need today to feel healed and whole and lacking nothing? Um, I spend time with myself every single day. I'm in the mirror being like, yes, you go girl. I'm so proud of you. I'm obsessed with you. I have this ritual, um, I, I, again, cause I'm a nerd and I like tech. I set up an automated email. It drops in my inbox every Friday. I respond to it and it filters into a folder. And that folder is filled with what I call wows, wins of the week. And every single week I have this ritual of reflecting back to myself how I succeeded And it's through the lens of how I'm measuring that. That's how I'm healing myself. I'm redefining success by collecting and cataloging my version of success week after week after week, and then going back and having this kind of database of, oh, success looks like you were able to give somebody $20 so that they could, you know, buy something that they needed for school, or you were able to offer a free program for teenagers because leadership for young women is a passion of yours, right? Like I have those documented. I can call them back quickly because I, I spend time working on that. And that is an effort to heal myself and help myself. And then lastly, it's to trust the transformative process, right? Like I think sometimes we imagine that we're born as who we are and nothing about us changes. <laughs> and I wish, because I was so wonderful as a kid. I was, she was so pure and innocent and free and playful. And I'm grateful for her, but all, I am also grateful for who I am today. And I'm only who I am today because I was allowing myself to de- be transformed and like on a chemical level, right? I'm not expecting, um, I'm not expecting to look the same. I think sometimes with transformation, we're expecting to like change, but also look the same and act the same and present the same. I want a chemical level transformation as often as possible. I want that metaphor, metamorphosis as often as possible and to trust that that's okay. To trust that the person that I am today is exactly who I need to be for what's to come and for what I'm going to experience in the present moment. So that was a lot, but, um, you know, it gives me a lot to chew on. It allows me to, to be curious and playful and expansive in life. And it really does make every day just like this creative playground. And I really enjoy, I really enjoy it. Yeah.
0: I mean, I think it's so important to one, have that framework that you're able to not only guide yourself, but guide your clients as you're working, you know, with them, but you touched on so many elements, that foundation of everything. And of course, like we connected, you know, from an Enneagram workshop. So I'm like, you have to know yourself. You have to know yourself so you can communicate with others. You have to know yourself so you can run a business. You have to know yourself just to like function and give yourself a reason to get out of bed. So there's so many layers into that but then I love that you're talking about like taking messy action and like you can read all the books you can take all the courses you can hire all the coaches and I'm glad you have the income to do it but like if you never actually get on the bicycle you will never ride the bicycle it's just that simple and we complicate it well riding a bike isn't the same as flying a plane also true you have to sit in the pilot seat if you ever want to fly a plane. Again, you can read all the books, but there's a level of like you have to take that first step and trust me, I don't plan on flying a plane anytime soon, so I believe you when you say it's scary, but just having that, you know, courage and I love that you're talking about curiosity as well because those are two things that are going to go hand in hand of like getting you through that first step and that first milestone of whatever your goals are and seeing those dreams become, you know, a reality. Um I mean, I feel like I could like recap on all of these different things, but every single element of that framework that you were talking about, that just becomes a way to live your life. Like, yes, how do I start my business? Let's use this framework. How do I grow my business? Let's use that same framework. But like, how do I make sure that I have had a good week? (laughs) Like, Write it down, write it down and reflect on it. And it's one of those things that we always want to skip because you're like, oh, great. I'm sure there's been moments where that email pops up and you're like, maybe later. But then you also are able to say, no, but this is something that's going to be there for me on that next rough day. Because those rough days are coming. I mean, the last two and a half years have been a lot of them for all of us around the globe. And so for you to have that archive of like, you've had wins, you've had things to celebrate, you've accomplished more than other people will never dream of. Like, I'd love to be on Broadway. I'd love to even step on the actual stage of Broadway and not like those karaoke nights, but like a real one um, as well. But you've had that opportunity and supporting like award-winning musicals. I'm just putting your resume out there uh, for people <laughs> as well. But it's like, it's one of those things that like we always want to say like, oh, I'm not quote unquote enough, but it's like you've done more than most people are even thinking of dreaming. And half of that, 90% of that, because you were like, well, let me take the first step and then let me try again, and then let me mess up, but get back up and try the next thing and figuring that out and exploring that journey each step of the way. So thank you for sharing that. Thank you for sharing parts of who you are, uh, but I'm so glad you're you're also providing these resources for other people.
1: Yeah, and I think there's this kind of like misconception that when you dream, you know exactly what the end result looks like. I didn't have Broadway in mind when I dreamed of what my, um, career in dance would look like truly I didn't I've never been the kind of you have to have insane grit (laughs) to be a performer on Broadway and I did not have it I'm like I just want to chill I want to dance when it feels good and I want to chill otherwise but what got me into that space was leaning into my truth was leaning into the fact that I have been a dream doula since I was a little girl and the dream doula is what brought me into that space and so I often tell people like this is why I have a framework because when you try to muscle through or create these like strict roadmaps and it has to go this way, you weed out that possibility, right? Like you eliminate what the, the expanse of possibility. um, And then you trap yourself into something that may not actually allow you to lean into your truth. That may not actually walk you to the doors of possibility that you couldn't imagine. So it creates this kind of like it's structured, but it's flexible. It allows what needs to enter and exit the space to do so fluidly. And I know that I need that as a multi-passionate being, I don't want to force myself into any pathway ever, ever. Even if it seems like, duh, that pathway is amazing and is lucrative and is going to bring you high esteem and all of that stuff. I don't ever want to feel like I'm forced on a pathway. I want to flow like the river, right? It's like, I, I this is where I'm going. This is where the water's going. but ultimately I want to open into an ocean and I don't want to restrict my, where I'm flowing to. Yeah.
0: And even that ocean that's flowing so well still has its barriers and boundaries and protects itself and all these great things as well. So I, I love how you're saying that because I think a lot of times we naturally pick two crazy extremes of like so rigid and regimented and like, this is exactly how it has to be that you leave out room for creativity. And it's like, when you just kind of say, look, hey, these are my strengths, let's play to them and see where we end up you find out that you actually make the money that you're looking to make that means that you know you're able to succeed and accomplish like before we hit record on this we're talking about me just like running out and grabbing lunch and it's like all those little things that add up to bring you the life that you imagined it's not about having your life look like some other person's it's just like, and sometimes not even the life you've imagined because we don't know where we're really. We don't even think of it sometimes, but to at least be like satisfied and grateful for where you've been able to um, achieve and accomplish, you know, along the way. So again, thank you so much, you know, for sharing that. Um, as we're winding down this episode, what is that one thing that you want anyone who comes in contact with you, whether listening to this episode or they actually see you in the big city streets and under the spotlight, you know, what is it that you want? people to know and remember
1: you by oh wow okay in this very moment what i want people yeah, to yeah in the moment by, yeah can change like, tomorrow. <laughs> it, will, it will it will change in 10 minutes but in this moment what's leaping out to me to share is that soul care is not um is that optional like your mental your physical your emotional well-being all pour into your soul's evolution and your soul's Uh, nourishment and that's not optional that is why people have chronic anxiety chronic depression and and they fear it because these things are actually tools right they're like psychological tools for us to wake up and and listen to our to our essence to our being I realized in my anxiety that I was feeling inhibited right? That like whenever anxiety flares up for me, it's because I feel inhibited. I don't feel like I have the flexibility and the capacity to be nimble. When my depression comes up, it's because I'm not listening to myself and I'm prioritizing everybody else and their well being over my my own. Um, And so I just, I'm screaming this from the mountaintops lately, like soul care is not optional. You have to look at what do I need and desire and value and aim to bring those things to yourself. And they're, they're often not the tangible things. They're often feelings, they're often emotions, they're often relationships, they're often resources. Bring those things to yourself and prioritize that above all else. Because then you can pour from the overflow, right? Like you'll get to an abundant state. And then all that serving you want to do, all that sharing with family and friends and collaborators that you want to do, you'll be able to do it from an abundant place.
0: Yes. To all of that. You really did hit it, you know, perfectly. And I think that's really how you write your definition of success. That's really how you raise yourself up as a leader is by recognizing where you're meant to be. We'll see where we end up on the other side of it. But you know, everything that you're saying and that you shared today, I, I genuinely appreciate. And if people are listening and they're like, I need a dream doula, like, how are they going to find you? How can they, you know, connect with you, learn more about what you do and, and even work with you as well?
1: So first things first, I invite pe- people to connect with me on social media. I'm very active on Instagram at Candice the Dream Doula, and I'm very active on LinkedIn. I'm actually probably more active on LinkedIn, Candace L. Taylor. You explore um, me there. And then the, the ways that you can kind of forge more intimate partnership or connection with me, I have a membership that's $19 a month. It's called the Pocketful of Sunshine Membership. And the goal of it is to create a safe space, communal space for us to share who we are, um, share it honestly and vulnerably and not feel like we have to shy back from the ugly or dark parts of ourselves or shy back from the beautiful, um, abundant strengths and and things that make us special and unique. We can share those and celebrate those and and navigate those in a safe space. Um, It's also a coaching and consulting group Group communal space, so um, you can ideate and you can get access to resources, get suggestions on approaches and strategies to kind of build out your dreams. Um, And you always have, you know, I'm I'm nosy. I like to (laughs) like learn from other people, and so I put myself on display. Um, I have a private podcast for that community where I'm telling people what's going on in my world, what I'm navigating, and the lessons and the wisdom that that I'm gleaning. So that. Pocket full of sunshine membership. It's just $19 a month and is really a safe communal space for us to exchange and grow together. And then you can work with me um, during my soul care camp VIP days. And so that's an immersive self-discovery and exploration day. Um I like to do them quarterly with my clients. And so you're constantly touching base with yourself, creating a personal empowerment portfolio, kind of mentioned that earlier, but it's this database of all the things that serve you, all of the rituals, all of the resources that help you to feel more empowered, help you to feel more supported, um, and help you feel more in tune with yourself so that you can go out and go grow and glow, um, as, as I mentioned earlier. So those are the primary ways that I'm inviting people to connect. But please, if you do nothing else, reach out to me on one of those social media platforms. Say hello. Let me know what resonated. Um, I will talk back to you because I value community and connection. I'm not gonna just let you follow me and be like, okay, bye, see you later. Um, I truly do want to connect and learn from you as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I love that. And I appreciate you sharing. I mean, definitely, I mean, like one click on your website and they they know what type of person you are. And I, I love that you are very authentic and kind of, showing, you know, the ebbs and flows of life um, as well. And so it's not just the highlight reel, but it's, I mean, there's highlights for sure, but you know, it's, it's like, here's this. And so even providing that in a community and a safe space, I think that's one of the joys of a private podcast is you're like, let's go even deeper uh, with those stories, doing it at a significantly affordable rate, because I feel like my coffee costs more than that every week, um,
1: Mm -hmm. you know, for (laughs) sure.
0: And you're giving them all of that for, you know, 19 bucks a month. And so thank you so much for, you know, sharing that foundation of who you are and how you came to be, and also kind of becoming that permission slip for people to do that same thing in their lives, but also being a dream doula who walks side by side for them in each step of that journey. So I appreciate you being on the show and thank you, thank you, thank you so much for being here.
1: Thank you for seeing me. Thank you for holding space for me to share. You are just wonderful and I'm so glad to be connected with you and I'm so glad to have shared this space with you and this time with you today. Thank you.
0: Are you searching for a way to grow your business as you create your best life? Click the link in the show notes to get your free guide Five simple steps to build a profitable business roadmap based on your natural abilities. If you've enjoyed this podcast episode, take a moment to share it on Instagram or your favorite social media platform and tag me at Kristen Edwards underscore. Or go the extra mile and leave a rating or review to help more women listen in and join our community. Thanks for listening to Amplify Ambition. Until next time, dream loudly.